Well, hey there, this is Keith. Listen, before we start the episode today, I just wanted to take a moment and speak directly to anyone who might be listening who's still in the closet. Well, the first thing I want to tell you is that's perfectly okay. Do what is best for you when it is best. Never let anyone else pressure you in this decision. But let's say that you are thinking about coming out, or there's a part of you that really does want to come out, but you want to do so very carefully, very slowly, very strategically, and even very selectively. Well, if that's you, my friend, I've got you covered. I want you to go to the show notes and use a link there to check out my Selective Outage Method digital course. I think you're going to be surprised, and I believe it'll help you as you plan your coming out. All right, let's get on with the podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Coffee with Keith podcast. I'm your teacher and host, Keith Brown. And each week on this podcast, we coach you, the BiPlus individual, as well as others within the community, how to turn your hurting into healing and your healing into happiness. Subjects of this podcast will include sexual identity trauma, shame, family dynamics, relationships, coming out issues, bisexuality, dating, mindset, faith development within the Christian faith, and a whole lot more. Every week, you will get powerful teaching to help you create the life you desire and deserve. A couple of disclaimers, though, please. I am not a licensed therapist, nor am I a medical professional. If you need either of those services, please do consult a licensed professional. Also, the views expressed on this program are either those of myself or my guest and should be considered as such. All right, grab that cup of coffee, have a seat here at my table, and let's chat on this episode of Coffee with Keith. Hello, my friend. Welcome to Coffee with Keith. I'm your host, Keith Brown, and this is a Friday Bible Talks episode. And I just want to quickly share with you a couple of things. First of all, if you're listening to me and you've listened to this podcast ever before, you're probably thinking, well, Keith sounds a little different today. And that's absolutely right. I have a horrific cold that somehow caught up with me, and I can't breathe. I'm having to talk and breathe out of my mouth. So please do forgive me. And if I happen to sneeze along the way, please excuse that too. But, you know, this podcast is very important to me and it's something that I want to keep doing and I want to be consistent. I've been doing this every week for, you know, almost almost three years. So that's how important and dedicated I am to this podcast. And, and I appreciate those of you who are dedicated to listening. And so I wanted to make sure that we had this time together. Now, I will tell you that I have been putting the podcast on YouTube as well, doing a video as well for the podcast. But I will say that this week, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and part of the reason is, honestly, nobody wants to see me looking like this because I do look like something that's gotten beat by a stick. But anyway, with all that said, let's turn our attention to the Bible today. And I want to read from the lectionary gospel reading for this coming Sunday. And I'm just going to read it. And, you know, there are so many, again, so many ways that one could go with this. Um, you know, the context is very similar to what we talked about last week. Uh, as far as the incidents, it's a different book of the Bible, a different gospel account. But I, I really like, there's something in here that just really spoke to me as I was studying this text. And uh, I'm not going to go into great detail. One thing is, because again, because I can't breathe, but I want to share the scripture with you. And then I just want to point out something to you really quickly, and uh, hopefully it will mean something to you. Okay, so it comes from the gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 6 through 8, and then 19 through 28. We find these words. 
There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. This is the testimony given by John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny it, but confessed, I am not the Messiah. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. Then they said to him, Who are you? Let us have an answer for those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, Why then are you baptizing if you are neither the Messiah, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered him, I baptize with water. Among you stands one whom you do not know, the one who is coming after me. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandal. This took place in Bethany across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. You know, this is a beautiful thing. And and we see that the Pharisees in Jerusalem had sent these spies, if you will, out, these, these authorities of the church sent out their soldiers to come to John and say, hey, look, dude, who are you and why are you doing this? Who do you claim to be, right? Are you Elijah? Are you, you know, you're the Messiah? Are you the prophet? And I love the way that John responds here because there's two things that John does in this response that just speaks to me. Number one is confidence, and number two is humility. And I know these almost seem like contradictory terms, but I see them both in place in this particular scripture because they come to him and they ask him who he is. Now, John looks as we already know. He's got this weird outfit on. He's eating this weird stuff. You know, he's he's looking a little freaky out there, right? And they and he's doing this baptizing and they come to him as authority and representative of the temple, of the church of that time. And they say, "Look, boss, why are you doing this? What authority do you have to do this?" And he answers them, first of all, with confidence in who he truly is. He says, I am not the Messiah. I am not Elijah. I'm not a prophet. I am just me, and I am doing what I have been called to do, and that is to point to the light. And then he goes on to say, and that light is one that I am not even worthy to untie his sandal. In relation to Jesus, John humbled himself. Now, this is really, we look at this and they go, okay, Keith, um, this is John. He's baptizing with water. They're asking him why he's baptizing if he doesn't have this authority. And and he speaks, I'm baptizing with water. There's somebody coming that's going to do a bigger and better baptism. But this is just making the way for him, all right? And so they come to him and they question him and they begin to basically make accusation against him for him doing what he's doing. But John knew who he was. John knew what his purpose was. And John knew the one in whom he was representing. And if I look at that, and and I can hear someone thinking right now, okay, well, that's all fine and good, 
Keith, you know, but that's John, that's John the Baptist or John the Baptizer. And, you know, that's, that's, that's great. It's a great gospel story. And yeah, I mean, he, he's pointing the way to Jesus, but what application does that have for me? Well, <laughs> let me tell you, at least in my mind, when I read this as being someone who has, you know, been educated, educated in the church, has been trained in seminaries and all this stuff. And yet, because I am a person who affirms the LGBT community, who is part of the community and loves those within the community and believes that you can be part of the community and Christian, as you know, I get, well, let's just say I get treated sometimes less than. I have people come to me and question me and doubt me and even question my ability to even speak my truth. And I'm not claiming here to be speaking for everybody. And I'm not even I'm not even speaking on behalf of a church anymore. That's not even what I'm doing. I'm speaking from my heart, from my study, from my life to you, my listening family. And yet I still have people come to me all the time and question my ability to do so, my right to do so, and my orthodoxy in what I teach. But here's the thing. They can't do squat to what I believe about myself. I know who I am. I know to whom I belong. I know the work that I have put into doing this. I know the studies that I have made. I know the passion that I bring, and I know the calling that God put in my heart a long time ago. So there is nothing that they can do or say that will make that different. So I myself have confidence in who I am and who I and what I am to be and who I am to represent. But here's the other thing. The humility has to be there as well. The humility to say, you know what, I may not be right all the time. I And I can honestly say I'm not right all the time, nor do I have to be right all the time. I don't have that mindset that I have to convince everybody else that I'm right, they're wrong. I don't have that. I'm just teaching my truth, sharing my truth, loving people, and letting them decide. And here's the thing. I am not worthy to even proclaim the truths of Jesus, nor am I worthy to even proclaim all the magnitude and the, the, the amazing nuances of all that is God. Don't know all that. No matter how many years I've studied, how many language, languages of the Bible I studied, I still don't know everything that I should or could to know to be the best representative of God, because I would fail miserably in the face of a mighty and powerful God. And I say that to you, my dear friend, to encourage you. Because if you are listening to this and you are part of the community, which you probably are, and you are in some way trying to hold on to faith, whether it's a more traditional faith or whether it's a progressive faith or whether you're just trying to figure this whole thing out, that's fine. But I'm going to tell you, my dear friend, hear this from Keith. I love you. Hear this from me. You will, and you know this, you're going to have people that are come to you just like these representatives of the Pharisees did to John and say, who do you think you are? 
Who do you think you are to speak, even speak the name of Jesus and tell me that you are gay? And you, my dear friend, need to have the confidence in who you are. And I know that some of you right now are struggling with that confidence. I get that. It's because you have been beaten down and abused for so many years. You have been undertrodden and, and abonished to, to, to hell and all this stuff. I get that. I'm going to tell you that you are loved, that you were created by God, and that God loves you, and he wants you to be his. If, if that's your choice, if you want to be part of his kingdom, if you want to be a follower of God, then you can be. But also, you have to be humble enough to say, and this is where, I'm going to be honest, I think this is where some of my LGBT family miss it. Because I think sometimes we have, just like those that attack us, have a very blatant arrogance about what they believe to be true. Even those that never studied any academically when it comes to the Bible ever, ever, and most don't ever even look at their Bible and only regurgitate what they have heard in a Sunday school from someone else in their church who is also not educated, and at most from a excuse me, a pastor in a pulpit who is a biased understander of the word and many times in those cases have also not had the formal training as well academically and scholarly. I realize that they speak with an arrogance at times that they know it all and they have all the answers. I get that. But here's all my only caution, okay? Notice here that John responds with humility. He doesn't claim to be anything he isn't. He doesn't claim to be all that in a bag of chips. And he always says, I am humbled in the presence of Christ. And like I said, this is one of the things that I see that there are people within the LGBT community, the Christian LGBT community, that are also, in my humble opinion, <laughs> sometimes coming off a little arrogant as well. And I know that's judgy, and I'm sorry about it. I, I really don't want to be. I'm just trying to speak into your life and my life that we have to be careful because we can all do that. We can all become very, very um, arrogant in ourselves and our thinking and our opinions and all. And, and I have been guilty. That's the reason I can say this. There have been times in my life when I was puffed up and arrogant. And it's only as I have gotten older and hopefully a little more wise that I can say, the more I know, the more I realize I don't know. And I think that is a good place to be. Love God. Know that God loves you and be comfortable in that and you're going to be okay. Thank you for listening to this old froggy voice today. I appreciate, uh, you know, hopefully I, I didn't, I'm a little bit on some medica cold medication, so hopefully I didn't say anything too bad today, but I do appreciate you listening. And I 
I just want you to have a great holiday. Thank you for listening to the Coffee with Keith podcast. Please do share it. Please do listen. Please do continue to turn, tune in and share with me if you have any ideas or any topics, especially for the Table Talks on Wednesday. I'd love to hear from you. You can do that through uh, email. You can do that through Instagram Messenger, or you can even do a Voxer. Um, uh, you can do a lot of ways. So, uh, And there's also a voicemail on my website at djkeithbrown.com. Go to the bottom of the page, and there's a little box there that you can record an email to me. Okay? Many ways to reach out. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, heal your hurts, move your mountains, and may God bless you. Bye-bye, my friend. Well, there you go, my friend. This episode of Coffee with Keith. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. Now, please stick around. One more announcement I want to give you. God bless you. See you next time.